Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Thursday morning. We thought we'd bring you another audio and visual edition. We had a little audio issues um, last year, uh, last week, but we have the podcast of all podcasts. We have college podcast. College case. Yep. Yep. And we are so looking forward. Dave, how's it going? We ready to do this? Going well. Yeah, going well. Yes. Yes. Uh, Dave and I have had kind of dreams about doing this because it's gets us away from MLB, gets us to talking about other stuff. So, Dave, I know that we've got plenty to cover tonight. Why don't you kind of lead us off with a few players that we ought to spotlight? Yeah, it's it's really early in the season and uh, not a lot going on in the, in the bigger schools, uh, in the cold weather states and stuff like that. But um, there was a series in Vegas this weekend. Um, Central Arizona Vaqueros were playing. Um, so they got their season off to a, a decent start. They played four games. They split with uh, College of Southern Nevada, San Jacinto, and Utah State Eastern. Um, and the reason I bring this up is not only do I know a couple of the players, and I know Central Arizona's uh, a ranked junior college, but um, I like to call out some pitchers because these there's a few guys here that really ripped it up right, away, right out of the gate. Um, Toby Harr, who is from Phoenix here, um, he threw 5.1, no hits, seven strikeouts, and a 4-2 win. Wow. Really nice performance first time out nice. for the season. A couple of guys here combined um, in the final game, Felix Schleed and Cooper Foster, combined for seven innings and 11 strikeouts. Really nice work there. And then Carter Muck was in another one of the games. He pitched 2.1, 2.1, seven batters. He struck six of them out. Yeah, he might have had a decent outing. You yeah. strike out six out of seven batters. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ugh. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. And then um, I was just going to call out another guy that I, I know a little bit about, and that's over in Knoxville, and that's Matthew Dallas. Um Big time prospect coming out of high school. Big, um, you know, big job getting him to campus in Knoxville and not having him drafted. He was hurt with a shoulder injury, but he's back on the mound. And I just want to shout him out because it's good good at when guys get healthy and get back to doing what they love. Get back to doing what they love. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Um, okay, so that um, those are some players that that we're going to be paying attention to as well. On this show, like Dave and I have mentioned, it's a it's kind of a unique situation, right? So there's so many schools compared to 30 MLB teams, you know, and so we are going to do our best to give um, a lot of these uh, college athletes shout outs. We're going to mention what they've done, where they've played, how they're playing. Um, and and please do your very best with your comments, either in our locker room or on YouTube or anywhere. Please remember these are college athletes. Um, so let's maybe not be too tough on them. They're still learning how to play the game at that high level. Yeah, I, I went through the box scores and and there were some things that, you know, if I was in a different um, forum, I might call out is uh, kind of uh, not so good performances. But uh, we're not talking about those today. We're talking about the good stuff. So, I you know, these guys, these guys split uh, their first four games. I think they probably had a decent weekend. They probably feel pretty good about it. And I know they feel good about those four pitchers. Yeah. Yeah. So, so college baseball is kind of in full swing, right? 
And so now we're looking at it. We got a couple of tournaments coming up, a couple of invitationals coming up. We got one in the desert. Um, and then we've got one um, that's out at Globe Life Field. And the Globe Life Field one's unique because it's kind of a three weekend tourney where it covers, I want to say 16 teams, Dave. So um, let's take a look. I'm, I'm looking at some 14 stuff. 14 teams over three weekends. Yeah. I'm looking at some of the, the, um, Colleges that are going to be playing at the 24 Desert Invitational. You've got Boston College. You've got Brigham, uh, Boston College out of Chestnut uh, Hills, uh, Mass. you got Brigham Young University out of Provo, Utah. you got Georgetown University out of D.C., um, Grand Canyon University out of Phoenix, Kansas State University out of Manhattan, Kansas. You've got Ohio State, or I'm sorry, the Ohio State out of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you got U.S. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, University of California at Berkeley, um, and then you've got USC out of L.A. And a lot of these teams, it's their first appearance um, with these uh, with this tournament. Um, it looks like there's only two of those teams, Grand Canyon University and Cal, that have appeared before. Everybody else are new teams. It's gonna be a good tournament. Um, you know. This, I was at this tournament last year with different teams and, and the uh, the parks that they're playing at, Sloan Park and uh, Talking Stick, great fields to watch a game. If you've been to spring training, you might have been to them. Um, you know, not a major league field, but a major league spring training field. So um, and they'll be they'll be well maintained and ready to go for spring training. These kids get to play on them first. So that's pretty cool. And and Grand Canyon is a lot of fun because. Uh, you're playing on campus, and if if you've been to Grand Canyon in that field, left field is about five feet from the street, and it's got its own little version of a green monster out there. So that can be fun. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also looking at some of the scheduling. So on the 16th, this is February 16th through the uh, 19th, everybody. And so February 16th, BYU um, USC is being live streamed on MLB.com. Um, and then that's at 5 p.m. And then on the 17th at 12 p.m., Kansas State, Boston College, uh, 1 p.m., Cal, uh, Georgetown, and at 5 p.m., The Ohio State University is Brigham Young. All three of those are being live streamed on MLB.com. And then uh, all three games on the 17th and the final game, I'm sorry, all three games on the 18th and final game on the 19th are all being live streamed. So yep. you're going to see a lot of good college athletes get some love and attention. And so, and, and these guys are the tomorrow makers, right? These guys are the guys that we're going to be talking about, just like Colt Keith, right? Hasn't picked up, hasn't played on a major league ballpark yet. Just signed a guaranteed $28 million contract for six years. Yeah. So Yeah, that's what these guys are dreaming of. Yeah. Um, I actually like this tournament. This tournament seems... It's it's unique because you've got East West there. You don't have normally tournaments that are played in specific areas. They they're location based. So you like this this tournament. Um, do you like anybody in this tournament? Do you think any teams really kind of your heavy hitter team that you want to watch, or is this kind of a round robin for you? You know what? I Grand Canyon is is the favorite in this one. I think Grand Canyon's got a good good team. Um. You know, they fly under the radar a bit, um, but that's a, that's a good squad. Um, 
beyond that, I'd probably be looking at K-State, maybe BYU, mm-hmm. USC. Yeah, there's a lot of good teams, but uh, my money's on Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. And I was going to actually say the same thing. I was going to say that Grand, you know, Grand Canyon's probably in this tournament's the one that could run away with it, but don't count out SC, don't count out um, Kansas State, don't count out BYU. I mean, the, the thing to remember too is that, you know, these, the, all these teams are playing their first games of the year. They're, they're tired of scrimmaging against each other and beating each other up. So they want to go beat someone else up. And um, this is pre conference play. It's, it's non conference. So this is where the, the coaches get to experiment with lineups, get to experiment with defensive positioning. They get to experiment with their pitching. So it's a little like spring training, except these games count just not for the conference standings. So you may see some guys play that maybe conference play or, um, you know, maybe not get a whole lot of work once conference play starts. So this is your chance to see them. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and these are, these are good. Again, I enjoy, I enjoy an MLB game just as well as anybody else, but college and MLIB games are a lot of fun because those guys are going to give it their all doesn't matter what's happening off the field they want a shot to play under the at 7 30 underneath the lights right and so these guys yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun it'll be a lot of fun yep yeah and if you're in phoenix and you're you're looking for something to do i mean i i get over to one of these games or a couple of them yeah yeah absolutely absolutely well you won't be in phoenix during that time you'll be someplace else where are you going to be I'm going to be in Dallas at Globe Life Field. Um, the Shriners, Shriners, uh, Shriners, what do they call us actually? It's the Shriners College Showdown. Yes. And um, and actually that's the first tournament. And then they have a, a consecutive tournaments the two weekends after that that have a different name, the College Baseball Series. But we got 14 teams covered here. We've got, I don't know, probably half of them are nationally ranked. Um, some really good baseball here. So I'll be at Globe Life. So tell me about that first week and, and what you see there. Um, you know, what what are your thoughts? I mean, obviously you've got a little... You've got... Uh, you got a little passion for one of those teams, but go ahead. Tell me about the first week. Well, you've got two teams in this. You got Baylor, Oklahoma, Oregon, Tennessee, Texas Tech, and Nebraska. So some heavy hitters, um, Tennessee uh, and Baseball America is ranked number eight. Texas Tech is ranked 18. Um, be some good baseball right there. Um, I think the other ones are always going to be tough. So I know Tennessee plays three consecutive night games. So they play Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And I believe, I don't know if this tells us where that they're going to be televised, but I think ESPN Plus is your friend if you want to watch these games. Yeah. It doesn't say in the article. It just says that, you know, it gives a breakdown of, of the cost if you want to, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Baylor, Oklahoma, Oregon, Tennessee, Texas Tech, Nebraska, that's all February 16 to 18. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but there's three games a day. There's a uh, like an 11 a.m. Phoenix time, uh, or I think it might be Dallas time. Uh, like a 3 p.m. and a 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah. These are this is a good this is a good lineup too because you're 
like you say, there's a lot of a lot of teams here that um, if they're not nationally ranked, they've got a shot, and um, they're they're not teams to sleep on. Then the next week, you've got um, four other teams there. Um, yeah, you you got Michigan, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, and Oregon State. So Oregon State, yeah. You got uh, two of those are ranked. Uh, both of the uh, Oklahoma and Oregon State are both ranked. Oklahoma State's twenty-one. Oregon State's five. Yep. And I know Michigan's got a good squad. Arkansas is always tough. Um, good SEC team there, so that'll be some good baseball. Yeah, February yeah. February twenty-three to twenty-five. Yeah, no, that's um, that is you're you're absolutely right. I mean, that's going to be some good baseball there, and then round. Round three or the next week, and you have four other teams there. Yeah, it's pretty cool because USC goes from the Desert Classic in Phoenix on February 16 to 18. They probably go back to SoCal. Then they go to Dallas March 1 to 3 to play in this tournament. And they're going to play against Texas A&M, TCU, and Arizona State. Uh, Texas A&M is 11. TCU is ranked 6th. So, again, in Arizona State, I'll tell you what, Willie Bloomquist has that squad pointing in the right direction. He's got some great talent, some really good young arms. Um, that's going to be some fun baseball to watch. Yeah, it, it will be. In it. And what I like about some of these teams like, like SC, who aren't currently nationally ranked, right? But I like them playing in tournaments against teams that are. Because it, sure. it basically says – these are the boys you have to be. These are the boys yeah. that you have to make make a headway with. You can't make headway with these guys. It's not going to matter. Nobody's paying attention to you. And SC is a is typically a powerhouse in football and basketball, but they've historically been known to have a very good baseball team too. And so, I mean, yeah, they have. And if I re- if I remember right, the coaching staff's relatively new, so they're trying to make their mark. And then you've got the whole dynamic with a few of these teams of, you know, their last year and their current conference moving to another conference. So they're testing the waters, playing some of the teams they're going to be playing in conference with next season. You know, for example, Oklahoma playing Tennessee, that's a future SEC team. Um, You know, you've got SC that's going to the Big Ten. So just lots of moving parts there. Interesting stuff. Ton of moving parts, ton of moving parts. Yeah, I like these tournaments. I mean, I these these tournaments give you a chance to see teams that may not match up with each other um, unless they're in Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and Oklahoma's you know still a little ways away. And you mean Omaha? Teams, I mean o- Omaha. I kept saying Oklahoma. Yeah, Omaha, <laughs> and um, and that's still a little ways away. And some of these teams might not make Omaha. So well, we'll see. I mean, I, I I bet you a lot. I mean, this one, these fourteen teams, half of these teams will make a regional at least, maybe more. So you're talking good baseball teams here. Yeah, you're talking really, really you know, good con- baseball. Conceivably, you know, all of them could make a regional and make a run. So yeah, no, you're you're yes, I I agree with that. It's just it's nice to see some of the teams that aren't going to maybe see each other. Um, a whole heck of a lot seeing each other, right? Yep. So, um, okay. So now as we're wrapping up the show, 
because you just we just talked about two really really good teams. And by the way, if you're anywhere near the Phoenix area, pitchers and catchers report on the MLB side that same weekend. If you're that type of person that wants to chase down that, go catch one of these games. They're they're very inexpensive. Um, you can also, if you're near Globe Live, go catch one of those games. In fact, I think did I read? I read this correctly. You can get a says general mission tour pass single day go on sale uh, single game emissions thirty dollars um, but you can get a full pass it looks like a full tournament pass for all three weekends for hundred and forty four dollars yeah so so that'll that'll get you what uh, I don't know twenty five baseball games or something like that yeah if you really yeah. were if you really wanted to do that. And you and I looked up some stuff. I was surprised. We looked up a, a local um, college here in the Southern California area. because another team is going to come into play. And you and I are talking about um, whether or not we're going to go to that. I was surprised at the the ticket prices. Mm-hmm. Very, ineffect- uh, very inexpensive. So that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Baseball America put their preseason rankings out 1 to 25. Um, talk to me about any surprises first before we kind of go through who's on this list, but was there any surprises that you saw on here, Dave? You know, not really. Um, I, you know, there's a bunch of teams you could make an argument for. I also know that, you know, I, I, I feel like baseball America is pretty credible. However, this is a, preseason college top 25 so it's only as good as their intelligence on the transfers and the newcomers and how the carryover players are doing and how they're all meshing and playing we saw last year where Tennessee came out preseason number two and proceeded to drop out of the top 25 there after a month or two Um, they made a run after that and they put their season back together but you know Take it with a grain of salt, right? So the actual numbers here, I don't put a whole lot of stock in. It's nice to be a top 10 team, um, nice to be a top five team, whatever. But um, you could make an argument that a lot of these teams could have a number next to their name and they're not here. So, And at the end of the day, what does it really mean? It just means you got a target on your back. Yeah, it does. And it also, I mean, again, without the jewelry, it doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't matter where you go without the jewelry. So I, you know, I, some of these teams, you know, living in the Southern California area, um, seeing number 25 as uh, um, University of California, Irvine. I can remember when that team started, I can remember when um, they were trying to put together a a team that, you know, would do anything. It's nice to see them in the top 25. So, yeah, absolutely. It's nice to see some of these, lesser known schools get some notoriety, you know, NC state's in there. coastal Carolina was a, a little bit less known. They are known now because they, they are regular participant in these rankings. Now, you know, you got, um, was that ECU is that East Carolina. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, some lesser known teams, no one thinks about Duke and thinks baseball. No, they're I was 16. Just say number 16 is Duke. Yeah. And you yeah. got North Carolina right next to them. So you got two really good teams, you know, within 10 or 20 miles of each other in Charlotte or Raleigh-Durham, I mean. So, 
Well, you, you also have, there's a number of teams that are, are somewhat in-state rivals, right? So you've got um, seven and eight, you got Bandy and University of, of Tennessee. So uh, I'm confident that when those two teams meet each other, I'm confident that they're going to want a piece of something, right? No, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. You know, and but, if you, if you count up here, I think you got seven SEC teams, which in, on one hand is crazy, but it just speaks to the, the depth of that conference and how good the athletes are and how good those teams are. Yeah. And another team that was in there that I thought was interesting was, you know, and some of these, some of these teams have dropped in the, the rankings. Some of them have, have gone up. For example, Virginia finished eight in the rankings um, and are now 10. But Clemson finished, their final ranking was 15. They're now at number nine. Um, and they've got a lot of different, um, you know, opportunities there. So Clemson, you see Clemson in there, LSU. You see, obviously, Tennessee, Vandy. I mean, you're kind of in that that region for baseball, right? Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, the SEC schedule is going to beat up these teams really good and they're going to be ready to go for their regionals and for the College World Series. That's why those teams go deep a lot of times, because uh, they've already been through the war of the SEC schedule. So, yeah. Yeah. And and the SEC schedule is I mean, yeah, it's you and I talked about this when we talked to a a couple of years ago about, you know, your team, the White Sox and my team, the Dodgers, when you, when you lock it up early, it doesn't give you a lot of umph when it comes to the playoffs mm -hmm. and they come out, you know, lagging. And so to your point, that's, that's a great point there. I like yeah, and it. It applies to college as well. I mean, um, you know, you can have a team that, you know, you win 45, 40, 45 games, and then you get to the regional and you haven't played anybody that's really tested you in a while, or you you come in scraping and clawing and you just make it in and then you go on a run. So it's the same thing as same thing as we saw in the major leagues last year. All you got to you do is get in and you can go on a run and you get your pitching lined up and your hitters get hot. And who knows? Yeah. Well, and what's interesting, too, is you mentioned Duke, but there's another team on this list, number 17, North Carolina. When you think of, of Duke, you think basketball. You think North Carolina, you think basketball. Um, sure. But they weren't ranked last season. They were 36-24 and 24 overall, 14-14 in the ACC. They did lose in their regional um, competition, but they've got a lot of, a lot of um, dynamic you know, impact as well, which is, is fun. It's fun to watch teams that you would, you know, again, when you think Michigan, you think of basketball, you think of football, you don't think of baseball. Um, and so, you know, for a lot of years, uh, you thought for UCLA, you thought baseball, um, you, you know, you didn't think football, you didn't think basketball, but yeah, I like these rankings. They're fun. Is there any ranking on, is there any team that you know of in college that you feel should have gotten on here, should have been close? I'm sure the rest of the SEC teams feel like they should be on here. Um, you know, I mean, you got schools like Georgia, 
Um, the Mississippi State and Ole Miss, they're usually on here. I'm sure they 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 would like to have a little chat and see why they're not. But, uh, you know, the SEC teams are all really, really good. We, you know, it, it's like anything else. Like when the SEC football teams go play out of conference, it, they they usually do really, really well because they're used to playing – SEC teams. So usually the SEC teams go out of conference. They do really well. Um, in the other conferences, you know, I'm not really sure, not as familiar. Um, you know, you've got a lot of the, the right schools represented here. You know, Texas at 13 is going to be a future SEC school. So take a look at that. I mean, now you've got potentially eight of the top 25 that are really SEC schools. It's crazy. Well, and you have SEC East and West, right? And you're looking at, like you said, Georgia there, Kentucky. Um, Kentucky had a decent season last season. Yes. Over, you know, 40 and 21, right? Um, you know, some of these teams are, are still, you know, Ole Miss struggled quite a bit last season. Mm -hmm. So did Mississippi State. But you got Arkansas there, LSU, Auburn, um, Alabama. Like it's – it doesn't well, get – Think okay. about what happened a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, wasn't it Ole Miss that got in barely at the end and then went on a run and won the won the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. It's it, you and I talked about this years ago when we were talking about some hockey. Was it's not about it's not about how you got into the dance. You got there. It's about when you get hot and what you do with the dance, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. You know, you usually see a team like Louisville show up in these rankings. They're usually got a pretty good team. I don't know where they're at this year. Um, just thinking off the top of my head. Um, you know, you got Stanford on here. They're usually a good squad. Um, UCLA, I think you're going to be surprised at how that team comes together. They've got some big-time talent in the freshman class. So um, watch out for UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it is. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, I agree with you on UCLA. Um, you have some dealings down in Knoxville. So tell me as we're wrapping up, tell me about the, the excitement or the feeling down in Knoxville. Well, you know, lot, the team looks really good. Um, obviously I follow that one really closely. <clears throat> you got Drew Beam coming back. He's your he's your Friday night guy probably. He's QB one they call him. Um, there's a few other veteran pitchers coming back. They've got some good transfers. Nate Sneed, Chris Stamos, uh, AJ Causey is a submariner that no one wants to face. Um, <laughs> you know, and then you got the freshman class, and there's a lot of good arms there. We'll see who can you know stick out of the crowd and get some innings and really make a difference this season. I'm not going to call anyone out for obvious reasons, but um, really, really good, talented class. I called out Matthew Dallas already. Hopefully, you know, he's able to get himself into a groove and get conditioned and away from that injury and really, really get after it on the mound. Big, big-time left-handed pitcher. And then you've got, you've got um, depth at every infield position. There's guys fighting for every spot, guys that could start on almost any other team. Um, so – it's going to be a fun season. We they, they probably have our four catchers deep. They're probably two or three second basemen, two or three third basemen deep. So 
Well, it's gonna it's gonna be an exciting uh, time down there. You and I are gonna try to. I know you're gonna be in Knoxville a little bit, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get out there as well um, to a couple of games. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll we'll get some content um, when we're on the road. Um, we yeah. may hit a couple other games too, but uh, you know, my schedule is probably gonna be something like um, you know Globe Life, Knoxville. Um, I'm gonna be in Tuscaloosa. I'm gonna be in Auburn. Um, I know I'm going to be in Gainesville, probably Nashville, try to get the SEC tournament in, um, probably in SoCal and probably here in Phoenix watching some games. So, so you don't got anything going on. You're not no, traveling at, not all. at all. Yeah. I mean, uh, we'll send the top down rivalry private jet for you. Just take you around. How's that? There you go. There you go. Um, it's a little toy jet. It, I don't know that you'd fit in it, but you know, it's it was, a thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. All right, Dave, I think we did great for episode two, um, breaking these out. And again, uh, for those of you that may or may not uh, have heard the first episode, five of these episodes will be on YouTube, and then they're going to go directly in the Top Down Rivalry locker room. Dave and I are going to do college. Um, that's all we're doing this season. Uh, and and you might hear Dave on a couple of different podcasts, um, MLB stuff for Top Down Rivalry, but this is our focus this year. And highlight some of those those athletes so student athletes are trying to make their their way and and be heard and so i'm so excited about how this plays itself out so dave did we do good enough for episode two i think so i think so yeah i, I think so as well i think so as well so top band rivalry followers enjoy if you listen to this feel free to go over to the youtube channel and watch it and watch dave and i um as we're taking our notes uh feel free to subscribe on youtube uh Otherwise, if you're watching it on YouTube, leave us a comment. Let us know what we missed. So look forward to having you uh, every week listen to us. And Dave, here we go. We'll do it again. See you next time. Yep.